Hi everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode here of our Casework streaming. Um, today we are joined by a number of people. Uh, very gracious to have uh, Susan Barfield, uh, CEO of Caseworks. We also have CTO Ken Reamer uh, and Dove Slansky uh, from Litify. I believe still VP of Solution Engineering. Is that correct, Dove? Yep. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we're actually talking about signing up mass tour clients. What are the what are some of the things that you need to make sure that you do? make sure that you're signing up your clients as efficiently as possible. Um, something that everyone here knows a bunch about. So uh, before we get started here, Dove, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and about Litify? Sure. So uh, my background is actually as an attorney, uh, and I got my start working at some master law firms doing precisely what we're discussing today, overseeing intake. Uh, so working and making sure that we had the right messaging, we had the right you know marketing out there, and making sure that when our prospective clients called us, we had a really, really good system and process in place to screen, qualify, and sign up as many of the right clients as we possibly can. I did that for a number of years. I helped uh, one of the co-founders of Litify, which is a practice management company built on top of the Salesforce.com solution. Uh, we actually work with a number of the really large mass tort firms out there. Uh, our solution scales really, really well towards large numbers of clients. So uh, the last couple of years, I focused on the technology angle and making sure that law firms have the best technology they can possibly have to run their business um, efficiently and continue to grow and scale what they do. Excellent. And uh, sometimes Litify is referred to as a CRM. Salesforce is a CRM. Litify is sort of the CRM for lawyers. Why do you think a, or why do you believe a law firm needs a CRM? Um, I mean, everybody needs a CRM, right? Um, in your personal life, your CRM is just a phone book in your phone, right? You don't need to really organize and sort people, but you, even then you may have. You may have different groups of friends, and it, it really helps you understand who people are and, and, and why you work with them. In the business context, it's really important. You don't have 50 or 100 or 200 contacts. You have 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, hundreds of thousands of contacts. So a way to organize them, sort them, make sure you know who people are, how they found you, and what you're discussing them is really, 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 really important. Uh, Salesforce is great for that. And here at Litify, we really just extend that out to the intake and matter management sphere. So understanding how clients got to you, what you've engaged with them on, and whether or not you were successful is really important. Absolutely. Uh, Ken, you want to talk a little bit about how cloud technology has, has really changed the game for lawyers? and how you use cloud technology to integrate with law firms? Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. I appreciate Doug's response there. Um, yeah, for, for the cloud itself, I mean, the availability to have access to the CRM data or to your matter data uh, anywhere you go, you know, as a lawyer, they, um, I think really what it ends up doing is providing more mobility and more ready access so that you can um, from a customer service point of view, one of the hardest things that law firms have to do is stay engaged with their clients. And this, you know, the, the cloud uh, access and the cloud access to the CRM just allows lawyers and paralegals and the whole firm um, to stay in contact with clients uh, on a regular basis and make sure they're engaged with them through the whole process. Um, in terms of how Caseworks uses um, cloud, we, we basically have a CRM as well and we have a, a cloud connection um, between our system and other our client systems that allows them uh, one of the tenants that Caseworks believes in is partnership and data transparency. So we're all about we use 
technology and cloud services to make sure that we're in contact both with our clients in terms of giving them data transparency and also their clients in terms of making sure um, one of the pinch points and hard things is keeping track of all these 10,000 clients as Doug pointed out. And so we, we deploy technology and strategies to make sure that we're able to do that on behalf of our clients. Got it. it makes a lot of sense. Um, Doug, let's, let's talk specifically about this, the client intake process as it, uh, uh, as it relates to mass tort firms specifically. Uh, if you were going to create a, a hands-on checklist for an intake team, what are the three most important things that you would identify would be on that list that people should be paying attention to? Ooh, only three. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, number one is, is having a really, really clear outline of your criteria. Um, signing up a client is only useful if you've signed up the right client, right? So it's the act of signing up is great, but only if you have the proper criteria. Nobody wants a client that doesn't have a good case. You got to make sure you get the right one. Um, another area on the checklist is to make sure that your follow-up process is really, really tight. It's difficult enough to attract people to your firm and there's a lot of competition for eyeballs and clicks out there chances are if someone came to your firm they also were attracted to other firms as well if you don't get them on the first try that follow-up process where you're going to set yourself apart from your competition you have to have a really really clear well-defined and followed process for following up uh the third thing is in the, in the regular sort of sales world, you know, it's commonly referred to as speed to lead, right? Which is how quickly can you get to that person when they contact you? You may think of it as just raw customer service, honestly, right? When someone reaches out to you, if they have to wait minutes or hours or days to get a response with each passing minute, hour and day, there's less of a chance that they're going to engage with you. It's simply not a good experience for them. So having a process that says someone contacted us, we need to make sure that we are responding to them timely, efficiently, with the right information, the criteria, and then if they need to come back and we have a process for following up and quote unquote chasing them, those are the big three items that are going to set you apart from everybody else. Yeah, and I would just like to add, Dove, I think that you're spot on. Um, obviously there's a direct correlation between it's top of mind for someone they're reaching out based on the advertisement or whatever they saw on the internet um, and they they're not only reaching out to your firm but they're reaching out to other firms as well and so it's whoever has the best process that you just outlined that contacts them first is going to close the lead and then it's not just closing that lead but it's how do you keep them informed and engaged throughout the process and you can't just do that without you know the technology in place to be able to to drive that on a daily basis yeah a lot of clients are honestly part of what they're doing is looking for someone who's just going to tell them what they want to hear right and if, they, if what they want to hear is what you actually want in the client right if you're aligned there the faster you can do that and the nicer you can be about it the better chance you have of retaining that client right some people are just looking for a friend we can discuss that at a separate time <laughs> but if they're looking for a lawyer chances are they've made that same ask to multiple law firms the person who gets to them first and deals with them in the in the most customer-centric fashion with the right information so they're knowledgeable that's who's going to come home with the client yeah absolutely yeah From training representatives, where do you identify the biggest area for uh, for oversight or area that you consistently see as a need for improvement? Um, 
training falls into a couple of different buckets, right? They're simply understanding how to use the technology. If you're not good with the tools, you're going to be slower and less confident in, in what you are doing. Um, but I think the most important area of training is really in just that the the skill, if you will, I'm not sure skill is even the right word, but that skill of knowledge and empathy, right? Knowing what you're talking about and being empathetic to who, to what they are doing at that moment, right? If someone calls you and tells you they have five minutes to talk on their work break and you spend four minutes introducing yourself, they're not interested and you're not going to get that client because you've now wasted the amount of time you have. But if you if they tell you they have a short window and you can be empathetic to the amount of time they can spend and give them the right knowledge, or if they're going through a difficult time, something has happened, an injury, a death, and you can actually respond to that as, as a human being, um, if they qualify for the case, great, you're going to get a better chance. And even if they don't qualify for that case and you ultimately end up saying no to that potential client, you're not going to do it contentiously. You're going to leave with with, with, a, with a pleasant engagement and they're going to come back next time and possibly even refer people they know because they enjoy the interaction. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so true. Great point, Stubb. I did want to ask you if you had any tips or areas of emphasis when it comes to training intake specialists to interact with prospective clients. Yeah, um, I think it's areas where you want to, it's funny to say you want to teach them to be human, but you want to emphasize that point, right? You want to emphasize empathy, you want to emphasize following process, right? The firm is doing things this way for a reason. It's not because you want to make your life difficult, it's because this has been proven to bring in the highest number of the right types of clients. So you want to give them a really, really strict process to follow, and it's not coming from a place of distrust, it's coming from a place of measurement, right? You can only measure, you can only, I guess, you know, track what you can measure, measure what you can track, whichever way you'd like to look at it. So having a process lets you understand how the clients get to you, how many call attempts did you need, who made those call attempts or emails or text messages, how long does it take for that process to go through. That only works if you're actually following that process. So making sure the integrators understand that they have to deal with potential clients uh, with empathy as human beings, and they must, must, must follow that process. That training experience by making sure they know exactly what they should be doing and why is incredibly important. Without that, your ability to measure falls apart, and that's going to start to impact your marketing and your bottom line very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we were talking about you know, the Paraquat clients and just um, out of all the clients that, uh, for mass torts, I mean, that's just, um, you've got to have people on the phone that are empathetic, understand um, where those clients are coming from. I mean, that's just a, a much different phone call and conversation than any other mass tort. So I, I agree with you. You've got to have people that are empathetic um, and, like you said, go back to the basics of being human. So. Yeah, years ago, years ago, I worked on some of the SSRI birth, uh, you know, birth defect cases. Mm -hmm. Incredibly difficult conversations to have. You're talking to someone who potentially may have lost a child or a child born with with a, a potentially devastating birth defect. Um, they're difficult. They're difficult conversations to have even assuming they qualify for a case. Right. It's even more difficult when they've had those injuries and they don't meet the criteria. That's a really, really difficult conversation to have, but understanding that there's a process to follow and why helps make that a lot easier and you get consistent results. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's great feedback. When you think about traditionally paper-heavy industries, has there been any, or has there been much pushback by law firms when it comes to accepting and implementing a digital document management system that you found of? 
Um, not recently. Um, there, there definitely was a couple of years ago. I think the cloud, although for everybody else, probably arrived 10 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago. For law firms, it's kind of just landing. Um, there's certainly less hesitation to it now, and COVID has seemed to really, really speed up whatever hesitation was left when firms realized that you know, they definitely need a place to store it. I think most firms have moved away from filing cabinets for the most part. And although they may not have had a document management system, it is stored uh, electronically or digitally. Um, but the last you know year plus has really shown these firms that just having a server in your office is better than a filing cabinet, but that's not nearly good enough for what you and your clients expect today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ken, I wanted to find out from you what, what you think about um, law firms and some of their pain points when it comes to scaling critical workflows. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the, kind of what Doug was saying, I think the intake process and being able to scale that up and then, you know, with empathy, make sure that the law firm is staying in contact and engaging those clients over the long haul. We all know that, you know, for mass tort in particular, and even in personal injury, those cases can be, you know, eight, 18 months perhaps to settle, but for mass tort, it's a lot longer. So it is a long game in terms of getting the contact from them, um, keeping them engaged throughout the whole process, letting, keeping them informed of what's needed, because invariably you can get the client on the phone and you can get what you think you need at the time, but you're going to need to talk to them again because, you know, they, they don't remember what facility they went to. So I think that's one of the biggest pinch points for, for law firms currently is just you know, getting those clients in the door, keeping, you know, using a great case management system, you know, like Litify or something like that, and then keeping those clients engaged through the whole process and having a, a methodology and being systematic about it. Um, so that, you know, after every change in status or every so often, the, the, they continue to send out messaging that keeps the clients engaged and I'll say warm the whole time, basically. I think that's one pinch point. And I think just the you know, one of the the other massive, um, I'll say, pinch points for law firms is getting the plaintiff fact sheet done at the end of the process. That's a huge problem in the industry. Uh, that's one that casework handles quite well. We've got some technology that we use to help automate that process. And I, and I know for a fact that law firms just struggle, you know, struggle with that whole process. And it's really hard to scale because at the same time, you know, if you haven't done a great job of keeping people engaged through the whole process, it's going to be really hard to get contact them at the end to get the settlement and get all the paperwork and process to, you know, basically put it up on the MDL or whatever you're doing. So, yeah. Especially yeah. when that information is so arduous as a plan of fact sheet is. Yeah. Right? yeah. You don't need 10 questions or even 10 pages, but when you need, you know, 140 pages worth of information, it becomes a little much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you I, would say, I would say also just... Um, if you're thinking about scale, uh, just having, you know, getting more bodies in, in the law firm to do more tasks is not the way to do it. It's, you know, what we have found historically is people process and protocols and, you know, they have great people a lot of times in, in the law firms, but they haven't um, created the protocol so that it's consistent quality work. Um, and then the, just don't have the, the technology as a foundation that allows for that scalability um, you know, if, they, if there's a firm that wants to invest in a new tort and go get, you know, several hundred cases, they just can't do it because they don't have the infrastructure. And so, you know, partnering with groups like Litify, having that foundational base and, and you know, groups that they can outsource to and the right partners, um, I think that's one of the pain points. I just haven't been able, they haven't, and I think Dove is right, COVID has really expedited that, but looking at partners that they can leverage to be able to scale. 
Yeah, the ecosystem has a lot of people in it, but choosing the right one is super, super important. Yeah. Well, Dove, we, we certainly appreciate you being on today's uh, call and you know, sharing a lot of great information. If, if folks want to get a hold of you, how can they how can they reach you? Best thing to do, you can find us on our website, litify.com. My email address is my first name, Dove. It's D-O-V at litify.com. Happy to speak to anybody who has questions about not just what we do or questions about mass torts or operational processes. I've, I've done it for a while. I'm always happy to discuss and answer questions. If I could be a resource in any way, uh, please feel free to reach out. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Ken, and what about you? How can folks reach out to you about technology or just questions in general? Yeah, um, on, you can visit our website at yourcaseworks.com. That's a great way to do that. Um, my email is really simple. It's just ken at yourcaseworks.com. So you can send me an email there. Um, or you come visit us again on this live stream and uh, find out more about us. Yep, absolutely. If anyone wants to get a hold of me, same website, but you can email me at susan at yourcase.works. And we certainly appreciate your time today. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you.